Welcome to Relationships as Spiritual Practice, Bridging the Secular and Spiritual, with your host, Lachelle Lowe-Chardet, founder of Mindful Compassionate Dialogue and Wiseheart PDX. Hello, thank you for being here today. Hmm. Today I'd like to mm, explore the topic of dependence and your relationship to dependence and community. Today I was at lunch with a friend and I said something like I would like to help people become more dependent and my friend immediately corrected me and said you mean interdependent. And in that moment, I, I was aware of how difficult it is to even imagine depending. And that word depending has, especially in the psychological community perhaps, where it's even a di- diagnosis dependent personality, right? Relationships without mutuality. Yeah, that it's received a bad rap. And at the same time, there's a part of us that knows that community is not created without true dependence upon one another. And I just want to keep using that word dependence because I want to work that edge that we have. I have a sense that sometimes using the word interdependence uh, lets us escape from the incredible discomfort of really really allowing someone to support us in a critical way, in an essential way. I have a thought that when we think about our communities, we could use words like supportive and nice. Maybe we use words like comfortable or fun. But we don't use words necessarily like essential. And at the bottom of that, we know something is missing that really the glue of a community means truly depending on each other. To the extent that maybe, my not maybe, my dream is to the extent that you have medical providers in your community. We don't have this giant system, right? Or maybe this giant system serves a different purpose. But the health and well-being of you and your kids and your immediate family are actually dependent on someone in your community, for example. Hmm. And that within that dream of depending upon one another in an essential way, in not something extra, but something essential for your life, that 
there doesn't necessarily need to be capitalism mixed in there, right? There's the dream that we depend on each other and we accumulate gratitude and relationship and knowing each other rather than accumulating what we imagine brings us security, whatever that is, money, land, blankets, <laughs> whatever that is for you, coats in your closet. So I want to offer this question to you. Are you willing to depend on someone else? And if the answer is yes, I already depend. I depend on my partner or I depend on my parents or I depend on my siblings or depend on my best friend for very specific needs, very um, life critical needs. Then I celebrate that. And I would ask you two more questions. Who depends on you? Who do you allow to depend on you? And who else are you willing to depend on? And so there's some layers there with those questions that I'd like to just touch on. One is vulnerability and our story of separation. Another is convenience and security. And the last is strength and courage. So first is recognizing that even when I said the word dependence today at lunch, I don't really know what happened for my friend, but there was an immediacy to correcting my words, which made me imagine there was a sense of, ooh, dependence, right? That's a problem. Hmm. I'd like us to redefine that word, to reuse that word, to bring it in, and to acknowledge the vulnerability in saying, I will ask for my needs to be met with another human being that doesn't depend on paying them, right? And what that feels like to reach out, to ask for support when you really need it. Ah, even I just did it right there. Did you catch that? When you really need it. If you don't really need it, then don't ask. So that's part of my conditioning. I'm imagining that's part of conditioning for a lot of us, that you can only ask something if you really need it, right? Um, I want to invite you to consider, what if you asked for collaboration because it's fun, because it's just a little bit easier. You could do it by yourself, but it's just a little bit easier. What would that be like? And of course, within that, within that fear of depending, fear of asking for help or allowing someone to depend on you, there is this story that the economic system and whatever other paradigms in our world contribute to or collude with, that we're separate and that we're supposed to, supposed to be independent. Hmm. I struggle with that word independent. I put it on the universal needs list begrudgingly because I think often the word independent is really a word that people use for separate. I can do things on my own, right? And it 
promotes the delusion that you do anything on your own, right? When in actuality, independence maybe means more like willing to take the time to see what contributes to the flow of supporting each other. Maybe it means cultivating the skill and awareness to track that flow and to include yourself in that flow. Maybe it means willing to examine the stories you've been given about what's reality, what's true, what's not true. And another thing that we've been sold within this story of separation that it's easier to pay for services rather than to rely on relationships or to depend on others to meet our needs. Yikes, it's a dangerous concept. It gives this notion of convenience, right? I can just pay for something and it's over and I don't have to go into relationship. Those choices add up, and we talked about in the last podcast, our relationship to resources is those choices to do something out of convenience, to purchase a service or a thing quickly without investigating the possibility. Could a neighbor help you with that, right? Could someone else help you with that? So it's so embedded, right? This sense of, "Mm, if I'm an independent, I have the money or the connections or the network to get the services I need without depending on someone else. It's a devastating idea, really, because it blocks our natural impulse to create circles of dependence in which we depend on each other, right? That beautiful flow of interdependence is the word we like better, but that beautiful flow of allowing ourselves to depend on others and allowing them to depend on us. Hmm. Paying for services rather than relying on relationships has a high cost because it promotes the dehumanization of the other person, right? The other person becomes a service. It blinds us to the systems of inequity, discrimination. It helps us to go numb, to fall asleep to our lives and to other people. And so that's a high cost because there's a whole you that wants to participate in life. There's a you with infinite layers of complexity that wants to participate in life, that wants to participate in the flow of giving and receiving and gifts. And so does that person on the other side of that service. There's a way in which we hide behind paying for services. 
And I believe that each of us have this longing to be seen for our beautiful needs and to be seen for the gifts that we can give. And we know, we know that as a global community, we desperately need communities in which whole people get to exist, in which they don't do mind-numbing jobs and services and are not seen for their efforts. We need to shift our currency, right, from money to gratitude. Giving and receiving and letting that gratitude inspire the flow and redirection of resources. So maybe you recognize all this. And one thing I want to be super clear about in these podcasts is I don't see it as a platform for spouting a bunch of depressing information and opinions. Oof. There's a lot of that out there, and, you know, hopefully a lot of it is helpful. I don't know. Mm. But what I want here, what I'm hoping this podcast helps provide is inspiration, is movement, is an ability for you to get just a little more clarity that opens up a new energy for you, a new mm, sense of inspiration motivation, movement. For me, that's the key that each of us keeps opening, keeps opening at whatever pace we can and does something new. Try something new. Sees a little bit of that conditioning and patterned behavior that's not life-serving and try something new. So with this sense of dependence and community and really understanding deeply how important it is that we depend on each other, that to dissolve mm, the world economy, which distributes resources atrociously, atrociously inequitably, that it means we pull out of that economy and one way, at least one way, is to choose a relationship instead of a service. That's a possibility that I'm throwing out there for you. I invite you to consider that deep importance of depending on relationships rather than services to examine your vulnerability there, whichever side of the coin it is for you, allowing others to depend on you or you allowing yourself to depend on others. And to ask yourself the question, in what arena of life in the coming week or month would I be willing to depend on a relationship instead of a service? Where would you be willing? Where could you open to a different possibility? And maybe you could start that mm, 
opening by celebrating where you're already doing that, right? Where you give up convenience and whatever perceived security that that convenience or that service provides. And you have given that up and you're depending on someone in your community instead. And you're investing in a network of interdependence in that way. So maybe celebrating that is a good start. Hmm. Let me offer some possibilities just to make sure we're all together on what those could be. Maybe you could um, board your dog while you're away for the weekend, but instead you ask your neighbor to come over and care for your dog. Maybe they have a teenager who would be happy to come over and walk your dog. <laughs> Let's think of another one. Mm. Daycare. Ooh, that's a big one. That's so expensive, right? Daycare for your children. Maybe you already... Um, instead of paying for daycare on all the days you might, you reach out to a friend that loves being with your child and they're with your child an afternoon a week or, or your sister or mom, family member. Maybe you depend in that way. Maybe mm, you enjoy mowing lawns with your, your hand mower. And maybe you offer your neighbor to depend on you and you mow their lawn for them with your little hand mower because that's something you enjoy doing. You like the smell of grass. You like not using electricity and gasoline. So you offer that. How's that landing? Are you thinking of examples of how you already have in certain circumstances chosen relationship over paid service and you're accumulating gratitude and mm, a depth of relationship. So I invite you to sit with that more. Sit with the ways you're already doing that and then ask yourself what else? What else could you do to Open a little bit more vulnerability in that in that area of depending or allowing others to depend on you. Hmm. I hope this was helpful and inspirational. It's my deepest desire to contribute to your sense of inspiration in life and to care for our world together through love. Radiating love from my heart to yours. You can learn more about Mindful Compassionate Dialogue and find free resources, live offerings, and self-paced workshops online at www.wiseheartpdx.org. You can also connect with WiseHeart on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, or by emailing info at wiseheartpdx.org.